Welcome to the Business of Eye Innovation, MedDevice's monthly podcast on all things ophthalmology. I'm your host, Chris Morrill. Joining me today is Professor Philomena Ribeiro, who is the incoming president of the European Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgeons. Philomena is somebody that I've known for many years and had the pleasure of working with, both on clinical studies as well as through ESCRS. And personally, I'm very thrilled to welcome her to the podcast and also excited about her starting her term on the 1st of January. Good morning, Philomena. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, Chris, for your kind introduction and thank you for having me in this program. So we're going to talk today about two things in particular. First, your focus for your term in office, and then we'll we'll dive into ESCRS's plans for 2024, particularly the upcoming winter ESCRS meeting. So your focus for your to your term is diversity inclusivity. Why have you picked that for the ESCRS to to focus on the next two years, and why is it important? Yes, I think really is uh, an issue that matters for uh, all uh, European societies. We need to start to address this because promoting uh, diversity and in ophthalmology as uh, in other fields, it's it's uh, crucial for for science because it uh, allows us to bring different perspectives and experience. And that can, um, for sure, boost uh, innovation and patient care. So I think that diversity can ensure the, the medical fields mirrors the population that it serves and build trust with patients. So by celebrating the diversity, we can enrich the, the field, uh, we can improve outcomes, and we can create a, a future where everyone can contribute to eye care. What have, because I know you've been researching this topic and thinking about this topic quite a bit over the past few months, what have you learned or come to realize about sort of the state of diversity and inclusivity in medicine ophthalmology today? Yes, uh, it's a topic that uh, was uh, uh, for the last decade uh, addressed for different uh, American societies, not so much in Europe. It's, it's true that in the, the last uh, 10 years, there's been a growing awareness also in Europe with the initiatives like mentorship that uh, is something that provide uh, some ground to, to this uh, topic. But uh, we still have uh, a lot of challenge and uh, minorities uh, still are underrepresenting the leadership. And uh, maybe this uh, leadership disparity can suggest an institutional bias that uh, we need to address. And also equity is something uh, relevant. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, in the last month was published uh, a study in GCRS that just showed that uh, women have less almost 20% uh, less assess of uh, surgical training in ophthalmology. So there are these kind of uh, issues that we need to face and try to promote more inclusivity for the future. 
it's very interesting about I hadn't seen that JCRS article, but to me, it's it's something that we talk a lot about today, you know, with with the professors that we work with and the challenge, particularly of getting more women in surgery, especially into refractive and cataract surgery. And, you know, oftentimes we're approached to identify and recommend, you know, up and coming refractive surgeons. And there is a gap. And I hear from other professors in Europe that, you know, they have a difficult time retaining women and encouraging them in the surgical track. But at the same time, is there also a perception from younger women that it's more difficult and there are barriers to getting into surgery? That is clear uh, identify. We still have a lot of barriers, uh, uh, in and specifically in the in the field of ophthalmology, and more if we are considering uh, surgical uh, ophthalmology, and uh, yeah, still issues like. Uh, Parental leave can can be uh, something that sometimes is addressed as a barrier that uh, all the training directors need to face it and uh, bring more uh, awareness of, of this fact can uh, make some revolution in the future. So we need to promote these uh, the awareness of these barriers to have a more diverse um, leadership in uh, in ophthalmology. So the, us talking about diversity inclusivity kicking off in 2024 is the first time that ESRS is, is publicly announcing this. What are some of the activities that people can, can look for um, from, you know, I think the kickoff really is the winter ESRS meeting in Frankfurt. So what should people be expecting as we embark on this this uh, mission to explore diversity inclusivity? Yes. So uh, we were talking a lot about uh, diversity and uh, diversity, um, in my understanding, is a very good instrument, but uh, we need to... Uh, address and think that uh, only balance out uh, is 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 not enough so we need to also uh, raise awareness about uh, inclusivity and uh, unconscious bias to try to promote uh, and we'll have several activities uh, during the the next year with the workshops on this uh, topic. Uh, They will be meant for the ECRS leadership and committee members. And uh, uh, all over the year, we'll try to also give these uh, training instruments uh, for all delegates and uh, also uh, our partners like the industry to try to promote more the concept of the inclusivity. So we'll have also several moments of uh, networking, uh, but we will try also to push uh, with mentorship and leadership in the inside the society and uh, transversal to to all the partners that we have uh, as a society. And we're planning on conducting a membership survey to to create a baseline, a barometer, correct? Correct. So everything, every measure that we make, we need uh, instruments to measure the outcomes. 
So the, the first step is to assess how are we doing in our society and uh, in our field. And uh, with this collection of information, we can address specific uh, instruments to face it. And at the end of the, these uh, two next years, we hope to achieve good outcomes in all these measurements that we are going to do. And we'll be working with a, a think tank out of the U.S. called Project Implicit, um, yeah. which grew out of Harvard University and the University of Virginia. But they're best known for creating an assessment on on bias, correct? Correct. So this is a special, very special team uh, from uh, Harvard. Uh, they they have uh, a lot of research on this field. And also uh, they, they provide uh, several instruments that we can use online. Everyone can assess this unconscious bias assessment with the online instruments that they made uh, available for our, all of us. So they have a lot of experience, uh, how to address, how to give instruments to people to face their own uh, unconscious bias. And this is the very first step to uh, generate a, a inclusivity uh, community. Yeah, and, and I think one of, one of the most interesting aspects about what they've done, and we'll put a link to the main assessment tool that they have, in with the details of the uh, the podcast, but every one of us has unconscious bias, and yes. I I think you even if you tell yourself, I'm a very open minded person who believes and respects inclusivity diversity, but you take this this assessment and you realize we all have our biases and judgments that we make that aren't necessarily correct. Um, of course. So I, yeah, of course, that, that that is something that we need uh, to to face and uh, bring awareness of that is uh, the first step to to try to change uh, something in the in our society. So, of course, we we all have uh, our bias, but the first step should be to be aware of uh, our own. Uh, bias to 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 look for instruments and face it yeah and then there'll be a plan in barcelona we're we're planning a, a symposium on diversity inclusivity as well as uh, project implicit will be offering a workshop there for attendees so we'll be broadening the scope out a little bit more in um in september correct Yes, correct. So the first step will be to try to enroll all the structure, internal structure of the, the society, but then we want to reach all the delegates and provide them also this uh, uh, way to, to, to try to face uh, the, the unconscious bias that we all have and providing these instruments. So it's something that could make a, a, a big change in the future for our society. Yeah, well, you know, I'm excited about it. And I think a lot of our, a lot of the team is as well. Um, all right, let's talk about winter ESCRS because that is coming up very quickly. We're just about two months away from the, the meeting and it's going to be a joint meeting with the German Cataract and Refractive Surgeons Society, or the DGII, as it's been known for many years. 
Right. So some people would say, why Frankfurt? Hmm. Um, it's a little bit of a different location for a winter meeting. So why the decision to do a, a joint meeting with the German group? Well, uh, Frankfurt is is a, a very good uh, destination for uh, for uh, the winter meeting, uh, and uh, is a, a very green city. We can uh, have easy way to to get into the venue with uh, train uh, transportation, for instance. We have a, a beautiful venue also with all the green certificates that uh, we are trying to, to promote in uh, our sustainability awareness also uh, project of the ECRS from the, the last two years and that we uh, want to still promote for the future. Right. Um, and uh, the, the German society is also a, a very strong society. So is something that we also can see in the future is to bring more connection with the national societies affiliated of ECRS. And this is also some initiative to promote uh, inclusivity. So we expect a huge Congress. Uh, we have several new initiatives, uh, also considering uh, the topic that we are uh, talking uh, today. So with uh, a lot of networking initiatives, promoting uh, the interaction between uh, all the delegates, the delegates and the ECRS and also the industry. So it will be a good celebration moment for sure. About the program, we also have some difference uh, this year because we are trying to, to have a more focused, a more immersive learning uh, program. So we'll have two main tracks. And one is uh, in refractive intraocular surgery and the other in corneal refractive surgery. So we explore these two topics and in a immersive way, coupled also with some surgical skills labs and also some instructional courses. So this more focused experience will be our novelty in this winter meeting. And I will invite everyone to be in Frankfurt uh, because it will be a great learning experience. Yeah, and as you say, we're adding new things to the program, and that includes the addition of the, the medical writing workshop, which debuted in Vienna. And so that's been added to both programs for 2024. Yes? Yeah. Yes, true. It was a big success last year. So we want to promote it more. Uh, is uh, sometimes uh, the, the younger generation has uh, some difficulties to address this topic. So after the great success in the last uh, meeting, we want to, to still promote this initiative. And is there anything else? I know there's some, some new things that are planned, but are sort of designed to be a we surprise. Have, yeah, we have several, several surprises. So we'll have uh, roundtables to discuss topics uh, between a small group uh, interaction, which is uh, something 
all good to promote discussion between the delegates, between the, the experts in the field, uh, also with the industry. We'll have uh, some fun uh, initiatives like uh, the escape rooms. We'll be uh, the first year we'll try out this initiative and uh, I hope that uh, everyone will like it. And uh, well, Around the exhibition area, we also will have uh, new initiatives to try to promote more activity in the exhibition area, uh, like uh, the unconference sessions. This all try to, to, to promote more networking, which uh, of course is one of the initiatives to promote more inclusivity for the society. Yeah, we're looking at some other ideas about, you know, having more discussions on the ESCRS booth. My sense is it's the most ambitious winter ESCRS meeting that the society has ever, ever attempted. Um, well, and it feels okay. there's a lot of energy and excitement about it. Yes, it's true. We we have to face uh, some years with the issues like COVID times that we could not be face to face. Uh, right now in the this year, we could have the, this great Congress that uh, Vienna um, was a great, great Congress. I, I could see the smile in every people that is going along. And uh, it's so good to be face to face again and uh, uh, have a, a moment to share some experience between each other. So Frankfurt will go a step forward with these networking initiatives to try to promote the sense of belonging of this uh, ECRS community. Great. Any other points you want to cover? Good nope. for me. <laughs> I think we got it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Professor Philomena Ribeiro, thank you very much for joining us on the Business of Innovation podcast today. Thank you. It was a great pleasure. Thank you for having me.